Hi, and welcome to Getting Biblical, the show where I drink too much and talk about my favorite Bible stories. I am Matt Smith, your host, and thank you for joining us today. All right, so this is our second episode, and we have the exciting topic of Samson, the Bible's superhero uh, to go over today. So as uh, with every episode, we're going to start off with what I am drinking. And tonight I am going with pretty much my favorite go-to, maybe not my daily drinker, but my, my often resort uh, go-to if, if, you know, when you're at like a bar or whatnot and, or a restaurant and you're, you're not quite sure what you want and everyone around you has made their decision already, all your, all your friends, all your buddies, but they know what they're going to get and you're still on the fence and you just blurt out your comfort zone drink of choice and that's that's what i'm drinking today uh johnny walker black label scotch is has never let me down always been always a great drink and in fact today i am drinking the last bit of my special bottle uh that they released a little ways back earlier this year i believe johnny walker black label their special edition was jane walker they, they go on their website to talk about how their motto has always been keep walking and that's the whole idea behind Johnny Walker as a label and then the Jane Walker believes that it also should pertain to women and the strides that women make and there was I think a dollar from every bottle that was bought or something was donated to organizations supporting women's progress and things like that so uh, it, was a, it was a really cool design really cool logo I really love the art of of Jane uh, Jane Walker uh, if that's her name um, on the on the the box itself a very black and white image and then of course she's in Boston gold on the actual actual bottle itself and just super cool super awesome and love I love their idea to to support women and I love scotch so it's a great it's a great bottle anyway so that's what I'm drinking tonight and let's get on to Bible stuff so Samson Samson, the, the Bible superhero. So, if you're not familiar with Samson, let's catch you up to speed. And I'm assuming you're not familiar with Samson because that's why you're listening today. Uh, we find we find the story of Samson in the book of Judges, chapters 13 through 16. Yeah, so it's only three chapters uh, of the whole Bible, which is percentage-wise a very small amount. However, it's a very big story, huge, huge story, a lot of stuff's happening. And to give you an idea, if you listen to my last episode, the first episode, the pilot, then we kind of gave you an overview of what the, the arc of, of the Bible. And that was that, uh, you know, the chosen people became, here and there became dicks, and then God would like, put them into like bondage or slavery or whatever oppression and then after a few generations he would help them get out of it and they would be a free people and then they'd a little while later they'd be dicks again and it was just a continuing cycle of all that but so we find ourselves in one of those cycles where the chosen people the the israelites had been had been dicks at some point and god put them under the control of the philistines and the philistines if you're a Marvel fan, uh, either movie or comics, Philistines are kind of like Hydra, or uh, I'm trying to think of what other big. If you're GI Joe, right? It's Cobra Commander. Like they're like they're like the 
consistently throughout most of the Bible, they are the number one thorn in the sides of of the Israelites. And there might be a study at some point of how bad were they. Maybe they weren't so bad, but they were they were continuously villainized throughout a, a good bit of the Bible. And so we find ourselves here in Judges, where the Philistines are in control of the Israelites and. There, they've been. The Israelites have been crying out, like God, please deliver us from them. We don't want to be under their control, and please help us. So, it's been forty years, by the way. That's the the in the first bit of Judges thirteen. Forty years they've been under their control. So, actually, pretty short as far as some of the the times that they've been under oppression, but still a long time. So, anyway, so we catch up with the story with a guy named Manoah. And not Noah, but Manoah. And so it's Manoah and his wife, and he's a good, God-fearing guy. And he and his wife couldn't have any children, and they've been praying for a while. And I said, "Please." And then, of course, all the all the people together have been praying, like, "God, like, we're sorry, we're, we're sorry for being dicks. Please forgive us. We don't like the Philistines. We don't want them telling us what to do. Please, please help us get out of here." So God sends an angel to Manoah's wife and he comes in and he's like hey so I know you can't have children but you're going to have some children and, or at least one in particular and this guy is going to help deliver you out of the Philistines and she's ecstatic she's like yep that's what we've been praying for we've been waiting for this is amazing and I guess like the angel leaves or whatever and she goes and like tells tells her husband and she's like Hey, an angel came to me today while you weren't home, and he was here in the house, and he said, I'm going to have a baby now, and that it's from God, so don't worry about anything anymore. And Manoah gets really suspicious, as you can imagine, and says, wait, 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 wait. So you're telling me I was at work today, and a quote-unquote angel came to the house today, had a private session with you, and then now you're going to have a baby even though we haven't been able to have children, but it's quote-unquote from God. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. I na- I naturally be suspicious as well, especially because, like, I don't know, like, I don't know what your imagination does, but mine is, I just think of the, the angel of the Lord, and what would that look like? If, if God sent an angel to someone on earth, like, like, I mean, it's basically Chris Hemsworth, right? Like, I mean, Thor himself. All right, that's what you know, like long hair, like chiseled body, right? Isn't that that's what all angels should look like, I think. So so while the guys at work, Chris Hemsworth comes to his wife's house and after a little bit of time, he's like, "Now you're going to have a child. It's from God. Don't worry about it." Like it's that's a pretty tall tale. Anyway, so so they kind of go back and forth. She's like, "No, no, 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 like it's for real." Like so Chris Hemsworth gave me these rules and and I was told that in order for the baby to help deliver us out of the Philistines, there's these three things that I can't do. I can't drink wine. This is the mom talking. So, you know, myself or the baby. Or, and not, I mean, okay, okay, okay. So, like, no baby should drink wine. We understand that. But the child, Samson, as he grows up, wasn't allowed to drink wine either. <laughs> uh, don't eat unclean food, which is the biblical, you know, no shellfish and no pork and those types of things. And there's a whole... We'll do a future episode on on all that, and so no unclean food. You know, keep kosher, keep kosher. You know, and and then uh, never shave his head. 
Those are the three rules. So the mother and the child cannot drink wine, the mother and the child cannot eat unclean food, and the child can never shave his head. Those are the three things. And Manoa is like a little still skeptical. He's like, I don't understand. Like, uh, why would why would Chris Hemsworth visit us? Why would why would he why would he help you have a baby and give us these rules? So they pray to God and say, Listen, if this is for real, if if my if my wife's not lying about what happened with her and, and Chris Hemsworth, please send him back again and let me meet him. And he does, and God does. And then, but I'm not trying to like throw throw shade on God right now. I just don't understand how. So he sends Chris Hemsworth first once and tells the girl like she's gonna be having a kid and it's from God and and don't shave its head and don't drink wine and all that and sends it during the day while the while the husband's at work and then when they like pray and say hey could you send the guy back again please um much like when your what whatever repair company uh internet comcast whatever you know like oh yeah I'll definitely send Chris Hemsworth back between the time of 9 a.m. and 1 p.m. and it doesn't happen ever and it just Chris Hemsworth conveniently comes back at the time that the husband is at work again but I digress uh, God sends Chris Hemsworth back again and the wife's there and she's like oh I'm so glad you're back and this time they, she immediately runs like I don't know how far away he was but she runs out to go find her husband and said hey Chris Hemsworth's back he's here you need to come meet him and so then uh, the husband comes back and, and meets with the angel and they, uh, Chris Hemsworth and it gives him all the same details again like, he's like I don't know why I'm here I told you this before but here's the deal you're going to have a kid that kid's going to grow up and deliver you out of the Philistines so you can be free people again and then also uh, there's no wine, no unclean food, and don't cut the, his hair, right? Those are the, those are the rules. And uh, Manoa, the husband, is so excited that, that Chris Hemsworth is there and that his wife wasn't making up the story, I guess, <laughs> that he's like, let me, let me please uh, offer you to, let me, let me cook you a goat and, and we'll, we'll eat the goat and we'll have a feast. And literally, the uh, Chris Hemsworth is. What are you doing? Why are you Why are you keeping me? I think is what he says. He's like, I don't. I'm not going to eat your food. I don't. I don't care about you. You know, like your your meal. I don't want anything of that. Like I'm 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 Chris Hemsworth. Come on. I don't. I'm not going to eat your your goat. So <laughs> so he's like, if you really if you really want to kill a goat for no reason, then make it a sacrifice unto the Lord. And then Manoa's like, all right, done. And they go and they kill the goat. And they make it a sacrifice and whatever. And then it says that everything burnt up and that the, I guess when they, when they did the offering, you know, part of the offering, right, you cut the goat and, and you do this whole thing. You, you pull up the innards, I think. And we'll do a whole episode at some point if you're interested on, on sacrifices in the Bible. But then you put it on a pillar and you you know you set it on fire that's how you do a sacrifice and when they did that it just burnt up and there was this huge pillar of fire and then chris hemsworth jumped into the pillar of fire and like flew up into heaven and it was amazing and manoa fell on his face and he was like oh my god like god's gonna kill us 
like oh my god like this was that was amazing but also very terrifying and i mean this is back i mean they didn't even have cell phones back then like so and i mean even today like if if i I don't even you know what why did i even why did i even go down that road it doesn't even matter what their technology was even if today if 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 a guy jumped into a pillar of fire and just flew up to space we would be impressed so yeah i don't care what what technolo- technological advancements you may or may not have had manoa um so i, I get it i get it you were you saw something you never seen before you got a little scared and so he's like god's gonna kill us like this is crazy and his wife's like what's up like what do you why are you so like she's clearly the brains of the operation she's like what why are you so upset? If God wanted to kill us, he wouldn't have sent Chris Hemsworth twice. He would have just killed us. Like, clearly, he just let a dude jump into a pillar of fire and fly up to the sky. Like, killing us wouldn't be hard to do. Why are you upset? Maybe we should just have this baby, right? So that made that made perfect sense. And they went on with the pregnancy and gave birth to the young baby. And, of course, named him Samson. Spoiler alert. And things are good. And so now we're fast-forwarding a little bit. Samson grows up, and he's, he's of, I guess, marrying age at this point. I don't know what, what age that was back then, 16, 17, something like that, probably. And he was a fair, fair warning for the rest of, for the rest of the story. Uh, Samson's kind of a douche. Um, he's he's again he's he's the bible superhero and we'll get into that in a minute but he isn't superman he's not even batman he's kind of like if you watch that will smith movie hancock where just will smith's a dick and a bum and like sleeps around and drinks all the time and occasionally like helped a beached whale or something um kind of like that uh, maybe maybe more like Punisher. I don't know. Like he's not a great, awesome, um, you know, got like role model. That's what that's what I'm looking for. He's not a great role model, and uh, he had the powers, but lacking on the responsibility. Uh, he could have used an Uncle Ben, I think, in his life. Anyway, so for you for you to find out as we go on. Uh, so Samson grows up. And he meets this this Philistine woman, right? So they're they're the quote unquote bad guys, right? They're the the opposite of the Israelites. So he but he meets he meets this Philistine woman and he falls in love with her, and he demands spoiled brat he demands that his parents let him marry her and pay for the wedding and get and get hitched, right? And they had their their issues. They're not they're not super into it because of course she's not. She's not. She's not. She's not Jewish. Find yourself a good Jewish woman, right? Uh, she wasn't one of them, and they kind of like they were trying to like leave the Philistines and get out from under their control. So like marrying one of them is kind of counterproductive. So I kind of get where they're coming from. Not like a racist or weird thing, but like, hey, we're not trying to be with them anymore. Anyway, whatever. They didn't love it, but but he kept begging, kept begging, and so they gave in, and uh, they agreed, and so they go down. Uh, to they let you know so to get ready for the whole marriage thing, they go down. So they're they're in the one like city. The the girl he wants to marry and the Philistines are in like the next city over, like nearby. And 
so they're walking on the road to them and i guess again samson's i don't know maybe he's just like so buff and whatever like he can't like slow walk with them like i don't know if they're like maybe his parents are doing the the early morning you see like the older people at the mall like the fast the fast walk that they do a little jog not a jog it's like it's fast walk uh maybe they're doing that or maybe they're just moseying their way down they're just going super slow and samson He's got too much energy, and he can't wait, so he just runs up ahead. He's way ahead of them. The Bible says that as he's going down the path, and he's far far ahead of them, uh, out, of, out of nowhere, a lion, he comes out and roars at, at Samson, and then... <laughs> What, real quick, I'm not like I'm not again not not trying to point holes. But, uh, I didn't know that lion were lions. What's what's the what's the plural of lion? Is it yeah lion, lions? Sorry. Um, <laughs> so I don't know if the the species of of lion are native to this region of the Middle East or wherever they were at. I'm, I might need to do a research on that in in the future. No matter what, oh a lion jumps out and roars at samson and then the bible says the spirit of god filled samson and quote unquote he killed the lion like you would kill a goat with your bare hands <laughs> i'm gonna let that sink in he killed the killed the lion like you would kill a goat with your bare hands now i don't know about you out there in listener land uh i have never killed a goat or, or much of anything other than a mosquito with my bare hands. Uh, I don't know what amount of effort it takes to kill a goat with one's bare hands. Um, but apparently this that was irrelevant. Like, like it, I don't know, at some point in the past, in the history of, of the world, if you were reading this passage, that would make it make so much sense. That you're like, like oh man, a lion? Oh, what's he going to do? Like, oh, he killed it like you would kill a goat with your own hands. Oh, Wow. That was a that was a pussy bitch lion. Like that was like that was easy mode. I don't I don't know. Um, it's just it's very funny to me that it's just it's very specifically says that. Uh, either way, either way. So he kills he kills the lion as you would a goat with your bare hands. And how much? Is, well, no, sorry. I mean, I'm sure like killing a lion is more difficult, barehanded or not. So, I mean, I guess there is a level like a tier listing of what animals you can kill with your bare hands and and what the ranking system is and clearly goats are probably near the bottom i would think mid-tier probably and then and then of course lion is is upper tier um so yeah there's there's maybe we'll talk to a hunter at some point in the future uh anyway i don't know try to get to the bottom get to the bottom of this important question of how do you kill a goat with your bare hands uh Either way, either way. So he kills this lion, and then he doesn't tell anybody. He just goes about his day like it was no big deal. Just another, just another day walking down the street and killing animals with your bare hands. Nothing to talk about. You know, at night when you're having dinner, and they're like, "What'd you do today?" You know, he killed a lion, but you just don't even bring it up. Like, nothing. It's you know what that 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 exactly I think explains how much of a teenager and kind of a dickhead Samson was at this point where just like, you know, when, when we were all in those years and, you know, like parents are trying to like show an interest in your life and you're like, you know, anything exciting happened to school today? And like, even though, even if something did, but you're like, 
you're too cool to tell them. You're like, I'm not gonna tell. Like, you know, like nothing. Like nothing. This is what this is what happened with I think Samson, and he didn't tell anybody about you know killing a lion like you would a goat with your bare hands. Like no big deal. Um. <laughs> anyway, just another day. So they they finally arrive and they're talking to the girl and they're getting the wedding uh, preparations ready and getting everything situated. Then they're kind of going back and forth. And as, I mean, just, I mean, we, we've seen the shows, you know, say yes to the dress and whatever. And this, the weddings are a lot of effort. And in this whole process, uh, Samson goes for like a walk. Not, you know, not like a bad, like I need some air walk. Just like he went for a walk, just whatever. Just he just tired. He was trying to picking out like the flower arrangements and everything. So he goes for a walk, and he he walks back by the lion that he killed earlier, a few you know a few days or weeks or whatever earlier, and he he notices that the the carcass of the lion had now been made in like the insides had now been made into a beehive. Uh, bees had gone in there and made a whole a whole thing out of it, much like Han Solo and Luke Skywalker on Hoth. <laughs> you know, sometimes, you know, just on the inside there, there's, there was a whole honeycomb, whole thing. And he's just walking by, and he's like, neat. And he just goes in, just right out of the inside of the dead lion, just scoops out a big old, big old handful of, of honeycomb and thinks it's amazing and is so pleased with himself for killing this lion previously because now he's got now he's got some honey goes and he uh, shares the honey honeycomb with his parents but he doesn't again the bible is very specific he doesn't share with them doesn't tell them like where the honey came from or again that he killed a lion a while ago like that's not mentioned at all he just like hey you want some honey i found it and they're like Hell yeah, I want some honey. Give me some honey. And they eat the honey, and, and that's it. That's that's that passage. <laughs> and then, uh, so then we, we continue on. Okay, so now we're getting closer to the wedding, and there's a bachelor party. And so he, again, is a little bit of a dick and didn't have a lot of his own friends, a lot of, not, his, not a lot of his own uh, Israelite friends, right? So... He didn't have didn't have anyone to invite to to the wedding, or didn't have anyone to take him on his bachelor party. Apparently, so she, the the wife, the Philistine woman, says, "Hey, like I I know I know thirty thirty guys that and I'm not trying to like slut shame or whatever. Like it just it feels very odd that that this girl he's trying to marry is like I I know 30 dudes right here now that they can be your best friends and they can go to your bachelor's party here they are like it's fine like I'm not I'm not trying to pass judgment you know uh, she just she just knows 30 guys 30 guys that are willing to be her new husbands but I'm sure they're just maybe maybe they're gay I don't know like just just a big old group I don't know why, why am I even making judgments on who these people are but whatever oh they're Philistines so it's fine no, this, so, so these 30 guys are his, his new best friends for the bachelor party. On the first day, they're having a good time, and he's like, hey, you know what, let's, let's, make, let's have a fun game, guys. You 30 guys, you. I have a riddle for you. If in the next seven days you can solve my riddle, I will give each of you a new wardrobe. But at the end of seven days, if none of you can answer my riddle then each one of you has to buy me a new wardrobe. Wow, that sounds fair, right? They're all like, even if we lose, like, I'm in for one, like, but he's in for all of us. Like, 
the deck is stacked against them. They're like, all right, we're in, man. Let's do it. And they're like, they say we're on. So then he says, here's the riddle. The riddle is, out of the eater came something to eat, and out of the strong came something sweet. Again, out of the eater came something to eat, and out of the strong came something sweet. Of course, if you haven't figured it out by now, he's talking about the lion that he killed, and it produced honey. Um, out of the eater came something to eat, and out of the strong came something sweet. So, so fast forward, they're at this seven-day-long. And uh, real quick, sorry, I didn't. I I skimmed over this minute ago. So they're getting ready for this wedding. They're having a bachelor party. And if I didn't actually say it out loud, or if I did and I skipped over it, I apologize. This is a seven-day-long bachelor party. Like, wow. Let's that's like like let's give it up real quick. This isn't the this is this is the only time this has happened. We're gonna get to other stories in future episodes where like there's like 40 day long parties that they do and like it's one thing that we should all aspire to and respect from the Bible. They can party like we don't we can't like we go out on a Friday night and then get messed up for the rest of the weekend and have to show up to work on Monday and it sucks like we need to we need to learn how to party from from those in the bible so so they're doing a 7 day bachelor party the, the wedding isn't even like happening yet this isn't this isn't a 7 day wedding party this is a 7 day bachelor party that's happening and anyway so that, so they're doing their bachelor party things and it's, I mean, I mean, I guess it's, I mean, it's like The Hangover, right? It's the movie The Hangover. There's a, there's a tiger involved, I'm sure. The, the ancient Hebrew version of Mike Tyson was there, I believe. And it's, it's just this full-on bachelor party. Anyway, so three days in, none of these thirty dudes can figure out what the hell his riddle is about. Like, it doesn't make any sense. And they get really, really upset, and they go to the wife, or the future wife, the fiance, the girl that introduced them to Samson, right? Like, they were they were all there for her to be his friends for the bachelor party. And they take her aside and say, yo, bitch, you need to talk to him and get us the answer to this riddle, because uh, we ain't trying to buy him no wardrobe. And if you don't, we're going to burn you and your father's house with fire. That, that last part's like a quote. <laughs> we are going to burn you and your father's house with fire. Like, they were not, like, fucking around, right? They were they were serious about not buying some new threads for this guy. And <laughs> so, so, so the bitch goes and cries to Samson. And she goes, why do you hate me? What? Why don't you love me? What's going on? Like, uh, like all this mess like you know like you made this riddle for all these 30 guy friends that i had and they can't solve it and even i don't even know what it is like you're just making stuff up and why why won't you even tell me like i'm your girl like you shouldn't have any secrets and all this kind of stuff and samson gets super pissed and he's mad and he's like what are you like what are you doing like like leave me alone like this is not your business this is my bachelor party and you know like brushes her off and like for several several days like he's just he does, he's not into it. he's not telling her not telling her and on the seventh day right the last day like she's just been crying non-stop this whole set i mean i get I, I get it i get it she doesn't want to her and her father's house to burn up in fire by these 30 dicks but you know whatever so she's being super annoying to samson and samson finally on the seventh day gives in 
and is like, oh, like, you know what? Stop your bitching. Stop your crying. Here's here's the, here's the riddle. I didn't make it up. Like, here's the story. And so he tells her what the riddle means. And then she immediately runs and tells all the 30 guys, oh, here's the answer. And then the 30 guys go back to Samson and they go, hey, uh, that riddle, right? Out of the eater came something to eat. Now the strong came something sweet. Uh, you killed a lion and then there was honey in it and you ate it. Yep. And so he was, so Samson was super pissed and felt betrayed by his fiance. And, but a deal's a deal, right? Like he made, he made the promise with the guys. He's got to stick to it. So he didn't think they were actually going to answer it. So he didn't like, he didn't, he didn't budget for it. He didn't plan for things going south. He just thought he was going to get 30 new, you know, pairs of clothes. And so he wasn't prepared, but he needed to go make good on his promise. So this, this guy, Samson, he goes to the next neighboring village. So there's, so there's the first, there's where the Israelites are at, right? And then the next village over is like where the Philistines are at or mostly like right where, where his fiance's at. And then the next village over is another nondescript, whatever. They don't, they don't even think they have a name, another village. And he goes into that village. And uh, I don't know if it was like, like, like a badass scene where it was like a, like a biker bar type situation where he just goes in and like starts a fight with everybody or, if it was like at a farmer's market and he just starts wrecking shit and they're all like peaceful, like whatever. I'm not sure exactly the situation, but either way, it's it's very brief. The Bible's very brief on this. He just goes to the next village and kills 30 men and takes their clothes and then gives those 30 pairs of clothes to the guys that got the got the riddle right. Yes. So he just goes the next. He's like, "Oh, a deal's a deal. I owe you some clothes. Let me go find some." <laughs> Leaves the party, goes to the next village, kills thirty guys, takes their clothes off their bo- dead bodies, and delivers them to the people at his bachelor party. Like, that's not okay, man. Like, <laughs> that's not that's not how you secure a bet. Like, that's horrible. Uh, but that's what he did, and. The Bible does well. I'm not even. I, the Bible doesn't even act like he did anything wrong at this point. Um, but that's that's a discussion for another day, I think. But that's what he did. That's what he did. Again, again, he's kind of kind of a douche, right? He's not. He's not the superhero. He has the superhero powers. He killed a lion like you would a goat with your bare hands, <laughs> and he killed thirty men and took their clothes. But he's not someone you want to aspire to be. Uh, and then, so he goes back, he gives a new, or not, well, they're slightly used, I guess, pairs of clothes, clothes to the 30 guys, and but he's mad at his wife or his fiance for betraying him, and he leaves. He goes back home, back to his parents' house, and he, and he chills out at his dad's house. So he's, he's there chilling at his dad's house, and he cools off, and after a while, he goes back, he goes back to the, you know, next town over, he goes back to his fiance's house, and he's ready to pick up where they left off. And he, it says, the Bible says he, he brings a goat with him, which I guess is the biblical version of uh, flowers and candy. But he's, he's apologetic and he's bringing a goat. He's like, here you are. And he's like, I'm sorry, baby, take me back. And, but the dad, the dad meets him, her dad, her dad, uh, father of the bride, as it were. 
And he's like, uh, I thought you hated her. I thought you were gone. I didn't think you were going to come back. And, like, she's still trying to get married to somebody. So I gave her to your best man. Yeah. Uh, so one of the 30 guys for his bachelor party, one of them was supposed to be his best man. And because Samson left, the dad just offered her up to that guy to go get married and they did and they got married and now they're married and she's not she's off the table now and samson can't have her and but the dad uh again remember the philistines the bad guys so uh very sexist the dad's like but um so she's gone she's married but what about our little sister she's even better you can have her if you want. We'll just continue up. We'll continue with the whole marriage thing, the whole wedding ceremony that we plan. Just marry the younger one. Marry the marry the sister. And Samson wasn't having it. He was not about it. And he says, and I quote, This time I shall be blameless regarding the Philistines if I harm them. And I, a very veiled threat, I guess, to yell out in, the, in front of other people. <laughs> but he he disappears and all right so bear with me so he's mad that the woman that he loved was given away to some other guy and he didn't want the little sister he's really torn up so he goes out into the nearby like woods or whatever i guess and i'm not this, i'm these are these are exact numbers i'm not i'm not making these up or or pulling pulling things out of my ass it says that he goes out and he catches 300 foxes. 300 foxes he catches. And I, again, I don't know about you, and I've never killed a goat with my bare hands, and I don't know how easy or hard that might be. I don't know what it would take for me to catch even one fox. Uh, I've only seen a fox maybe five times in my life total, and two of them, or three of them, were at zoos. So I don't know what it would take to catch a fox, much less 300 of them. I don't know how long this this took or what what transpired. I, I have no idea. I mean, again, maybe it's just like his superpowers and that he, you know, same the ability that he had to kill a lion as you would a goat with your bare hands or kill 30 guys and steal their clothes. You're just able to run fast and catch foxes like it was nobody's business. I don't know. I don't know what's happening. But he catches 300 of them. And then kind of like in the reverse, the the negative, no, that's not correct, but the opposite version, the bizarro version of the character tales from Sonic the Hedgehog he takes each of the 300 foxes he takes them in pairs and ties their tails together so whereas the character tails from Sonic is one one fox with two tails that lets him fly <laughs> these are two foxes with their tails tied together to make like a weird cat dog type I don't know situation two foxes tied to their tails and then and then while their tails are tied together samson then also grabs a torch and ties the torch between their tails i don't know if it was like real close i don't, I don't it doesn't indicate that they were hurt in any way so i don't know if the, the torch was like 
like like a foot behind them or so where they could feel the fire but it wasn't really hurting them you know but either way so you had you had a you had 150 pairs of foxes that were tied at the tail and there were torches tied to those tails and he he sets all the torches on fire and lets the foxes that the, the fiery trail blazing burning foxes he lets them loose on the nearby city of, of philistines and the the foxes are just running crazy dragging the fire everywhere and they run through the the grain stores and their storages and then the, of course the market and people's homes and just foxes and fire are going everywhere i mean it's like the worst pokemon uh interaction that you could imagine just just uh Vulpix everywhere a uh, nine tails uh if you will anyway so they just run through the whole town and burn everything i, I mean god bless them but I mean, it wasn't their poor foxes it wasn't their fault they were just trying to run away from the fire and they but they burn everything down and the, all the philistines are like who did this who do this who who who's responsible here the people that that knew a little bit said hey that dick samson he did this he's the son-in-law of that bitch over there yeah we we should go we should go take it up with them and it's all samson's fault so then they went over to the guy in the you know the ex-fiance's house with her dad and everything rather than talking about it with like civilized people and being like hey we should maybe like arrest or sue Samson for doing this. They ended up burning, <laughs> burning the father, the daughter, and the house up uh, together. Again, remember, remember when I said the Philistines were kind of like the bad guys? Yeah, this is the kind. Of, this is the kind of thing they did. I'm not saying Samson's great and what he's what he did with the foxes was. I mean, kind of respect it on a certain level. Uh, but but it wasn't admirable these guys are also dicks so they just straight up like arson killed uh the wife or the 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 ex-fiance and and her dad so super fucked up thing to do and then when samson finds out about it and he gets super pissed so before he was just like a little bit pissed off i think with the foxes like i guess the catching 300 foxes and 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 tying them together and setting setting them on fire or whatever that's like mildly like pissed off samson but now like samson's super pissed off because even though the girl wasn't wasn't going to be his wife she was given to like former best man he still kind of loved her and was super mad and he killed all of them and uh, i don't even know how many people there were but after burning down their grain fields or whatever they're you know their the grain stores and their market and houses and he just he just then kills them and just finishes everything up so um, yep so that happened then he went and he lived in a cave and he went and lived in the cave and we are going to pause right there because i'm at like 40 minutes now and we still have a lot to talk about talk about in the story of samson so we're going to end this on part one uh, samson the biblical superhero and we'll pick up in the next episode samson part two <laughs> the biblical superhero returns i guess um catch up and find out find out what happens after he lives in a cave after setting 300 foxes uh loose on a village so uh thank you again for for tuning in i am matt smith hope you have a great day and cheers <laughs>